Welcome to This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Now is your chance to get caught up in all that's happening in technology around Akron and the rest of the world. Now here's your host, Gene Destro. This week, China's desire to become an even stronger military force, in some instances by stealing U.S. technology, U.S. government efforts to keep them from doing so, and how all that's playing out at universities nationwide, including the University of Akron. First, a report from CBS News military analyst Jeff McCausland. Based on satellite imagery, China has built mock-ups of a U.S. Navy aircraft carrier and destroyer in its northwestern desert. The construction by China of a mock-up of a U.S. Navy aircraft carrier and destroyer is just another example of the growing Chinese military strength. It comes as tensions between Washington and Beijing have been rising over a host of issues including control of the South China Sea, Taiwan, and overall military supremacy in the Indo-Pacific region. The Chinese both fear and respect the United States Navy. The 11 American nuclear-powered aircraft carriers are a critical part of Washington's ability to project power globally and would be critical in any confrontation with China. Beijing knows U.S. naval power could prevent Chinese access to valuable resources, such as oil. If a confrontation with the United States were to occur, the Chinese would want to have the ability to respond to the threat posed by our aircraft carriers and seek to isolate the sea lanes around Taiwan from any American military forces. In addition, he tells us... In recent weeks, the Pentagon released a report detailing a dramatic increase in Chinese nuclear forces that was far faster than previously predicted. China's testing of a hypersonic weapon capable of orbiting the Earth prior to gliding to the ground to deliver a nuclear weapon and therefore perhaps eluding American missile defenses surprised the U.S. military. This is further evidence of a Chinese desire to become a strategic military peer to the United States by the middle of this century, if not sooner. Also this week, the University of Akron announced they're shutting down their Confucius Institute Cultural and Educational Exchange Partnership with the University of Henan in China. They're doing so because of new federal restrictions on universities that get research funding from the Defense Department. The University of Wisconsin did so recently as well. And one of their Republican congressmen, Representative Mike Gallagher, recently testified before their state legislature about the Chinese government funded Confucius Institute program. The CCP has a concerted strategy to send researchers abroad to steal technologies and then bring them back to China. But since the Confucius Institute has been a fixture at the University of Akron for the past 12 years, we wanted to find out more about what shutting it down will mean and why the federal government wants them to stop participating in the program. So we talked to University of Akron Executive Vice President and Provost John Winsek. The government of China instituted the Confucius Institute concept a few decades ago. I'm not sure exactly when, when it started, but the concept was just to, much like our Fulbrights in the United States, to reach out internationally, to develop a sort of cross-cultural awareness, to provide a platform to exchange scholars or, or educators and in doing so, the way they, that the model they chose is to set up sites at universities in the United States as partners. So they would look for a university university to partner with a Chinese university as a sister university and then offer opportunities to exchange 
uh, scholars, but primarily it was used for language delivery and cultural awareness. So this was uh, an opportunity for the Chinese government to make the U.S. citizens more aware of the Chinese language, so basically providing Mandarin, uh, often in middle and, and high school level uh, Mandarin courses, but also at the college level. And in addition, sponsor various cultural events that are reflective of the Chinese culture. So, for example, the Chinese New Year events, oftentimes there will be celebrations that are hosted by the Confucius Institute within communities where they exist. And he explains why they decided to shut it down. So this started several years ago. I believe it was Senator Rubio from Florida that started this discussion. It's pretty well documented that there have been issues with intellectual property theft in the private sector for companies that are overseas and doing business in China. And likewise, the concern, and I think the government would say they have evidence of, is similar intellectual theft is occurring at universities in terms of the research that's being done and Chinese individuals getting this back to the mainland China. So this legislation really looks at these kind of programs in particular, the, the CIs, and feels that this is a weak point and has actually led to some of those intellectual property thefts. You know, so if someone's doing research on a relatively generic subject that is not of national security interest, I don't think there would be as much concern. But there is research that's being sponsored by the U.S. government for, um, you know, security-related or government interest-related technology development. And the concern is that those pieces of intellectual property are going to infiltrate back to China. So the legislation was really intended to have a linkage between that kind of research and, and these institutes. If you have one of these institutes, we don't want that kind of research going on at your university. So there's not a law against it. It's really trying to isolate the defense-related research from exposure to these kind of centers. So you see a lot of the research universities throughout the United States pulling back from their DIs because of that issue. And so does the University of Akron then have defense-related research going on? Oh, yes, we do. Most research universities have some defense-related research of some sort, meaning it's pretty broad, okay? So we do a lot of work with NASA, you know, Cleveland, NASA Glenn, and NASA is considered one of those agencies where any research supported by NASA is considered to be of national interest and therefore would fall under this umbrella. So there's, I don't even know about NSF, they might be counting NSF as uh, eligible for that too, but we clearly have research funding coming both from the Department of Defense as well as NASA and other agencies that are covered under this directive. And we have been in communication with both state and federal authorities on this issue to get clarity on these issues. And they've been very good about giving us time and in a window to make the transition. So, and we've been doing this quietly since roughly a year ago. And we're on a glide path to get it done this fiscal year. And do you have any evidence or any indication that any kind of activity on the part of the Chinese professors or scientists that were working there through the Confucius Institute in Akron had engaged in any improper activities? Yeah, I don't have any right in front of me uh, particular evidence. You know, I know these are things that are monitored by the FBI and I don't have any kind of top secret clearance or any kind of uh, inside knowledge of what goes on in terms of those kind of things. But in general, the summary has been that these things do exist, that the FBI has uncovered them. I think you've seen in the press that there have been some actions taken within the last two years uh, to sort of 
unfold and deal with this issue at other universities. So I would believe them, I do believe them, that there is some activity going on. Then in terms of cultural exchange opportunities for University of Akron students in the community going forward, is there a replacement for this? We're going to continue to be very internationally engaged. And even with China, we have sister institutions in China where we have articulation agreements and scholarly exchange. The kind of money that the CI brings, which isn't millions of dollars, but it's probably several hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to sponsor events, that's going to be hard to replace, I I agree. That being said, we do have a pretty uh, diverse and international community, especially up in North Hill that, you know, organically is is carrying on a lot of these events. It sounds like there are other kinds of exchange programs with the Chinese right now involving the University of Akron. It's just this one that was sponsored by the Chinese government, the Confucius Institute, that's going away, right? Correct. There are organic memorandums of understanding at all universities, I would say, that are doing research uh, and even non-research universities to provide opportunities for our students to go abroad and for those international scholars to come here and visit with us. Those are not going away. In fact, you know, I have some crossing my desk right now. But the government has noticed a concerted effort. And again, I don't have that information in front of me. I wouldn't be eligible to see it. But, you know, I I do believe that there is concrete evidence that they have that there is some disturbing matters going on here. In some CIs, I think the majority of them probably not, but in some CIs, there are some things that they're concerned about. And it is, you know, it's legislation. It's passed. It's part of our fundamental uh, bylaws and charters here at the university that we are going to be compliant with federal and state law. That was University of Akron Executive Vice President and Provost John Winsek. And that's it for now. Stay happy and healthy, and we'll see you again next week. That was This Week in Tech with Gene Destro. Tune in next week for more tech news on 93.5-1590-WAKR and WAKR.net.